Hey everybody and welcome to the High School Times, a podcast made for high schoolers by a high schooler. Together, we will learn more about a variety of topics by talking to other high school students about them. It doesn't matter what kind of high, what high school you go to or where you live, as long as you have a spare 20 minutes, this show is meant for you. Whether you're in the shower or wrapping up homework, take some time to learn something new, to have a laugh, or just to vibe with me. Basically, please listen to my podcast where I can make some money off of this. I'm your host, Jay Jom, and let's talk about prep for prep and going to a predominantly white institution. Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of the High School Times. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. Luna, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Luna. I'm 17. I'm a Capricorn, and I go to Avenues, so the same school as Jay. Yeah, so me and Luna, we have known each other for the past five years, been, um, let's say, team buddies. Best of friends. Companions. Um, thank you for including your star sign. You know, I, I feel like that's a very interesting fact. Do you want to talk more about how you're a Capricorn? Like, is there anything else? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes like TikTok on TikTok on like the For You page, they don't include my star sign. They like always leave out the Capricorns and I feel really like sad when I see it because I want to learn more about myself, but they never show it, which is a little disappointing. And Jay's an Aquarius and Aquarius is always there. And like, they say bad things about Aquarius, which makes sense. Aquarius is like the most mutual one. They're always like, Aquariuses are super mean and blunt and curse you out if you say something to them. And that's basically, that's not you. That's not you, actually. That's exactly me. You just described me to a T. I was trying to, I was trying to hype you up a little bit, but okay. okay. I saw one where it was like, where it was like, this is how hot, this is how hot all the star signs are. <laughs> and then there, there was one where it was like, it was like Aquarius, 98%. I was like, oh, that's an A. I'm really hot. And then, you know. No, the, no, I don't like those because those lift your ego. And we need to humble you, Jay. My ego isn't even that big. It's just self-confidence, okay? Fake it till you make it. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. But you came here in the sixth grade, I believe. Yes, I came to Avenues in the sixth grade. Yes, that's what I meant. I, I, I missed the first week of sixth grade because I got, like, stung by a mosquito on a hike. I, okay, this is what happened. So I was on a hike. And I think I got mad at my family. So I stormed off. Like, we were on a hike. I stormed off ahead of them. And they got bit by a mosquito. And then, like, after it was fine. But then I got, like, I started to get really sick for, like, no reason. And then I just came down with this virus. Yeah. Didn't you almost, like, die? No. I, I, I'm, <laughs> it wasn't a life or death. I, I was just, I went to the hospital. And they were like, you're going to have to miss the first week of school. Yeah. That's yeah. it, guys. But... Yeah, I've been, I've been here since the beginning of Avenues, which is so fantastic. I just love this school so much. I mean that. Go um, Aviators. Huh? Go Aviators. Yes, go av- Aviators. Um, what school did you go to before this? I actually have never asked you this question ever in our entire five years. <laughs> what school did yeah. you go to? Yeah, um, I went to, I had to repeat sixth grade at Avenues because Avenues has a birthday cutoff. My birthday's after it, so they were like, if you want to get into our school and repeat the grade, and I was desperate. I was not desperate. I said yes, because I really liked Avenues. And so I did my first year of sixth grade at Eastside Community High School, which is a public school. And then I did K through five at Manhattan Charter School, which is a charter school. You can't see the air quotes right now, but birthday cut off. Shut up. Shut up. I really like, I'm, I'm not stupid. That's not why. Yeah, guys, I can I can second that. Luna's not stupid, guys. Just in case you guys had a, I know she's a Capricorn, but <laughs> I swear. Okay, so did you just? Because I know 
a lot of kids come from different schools, from like one middle school ends into high school, but you came from six to sixth, which is like an unnatural time to switch schools. Yeah. I mean, it's a natural time. It's no, it's not a natural time. No one like. Oh, because I was, yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 yeah. Yeah. So public to private, how was that transition for you? I mean, it was a pretty weird transition because I'd been used to going to schools that were predominantly Latinx or Black, and like I grew up in the Lower East Side, which was was predominantly um, Latinx and Black, and so coming to a predominantly white school, it was a shift, and like it, I had to like learn to adapt to a new environment, and uh, yeah, and then also just in general, like the school, like when you walk in, like I tell everyone this, like as soon as I walked into Avenues, I thought I was in like a magical land because it was like, it's bright. There's a big staircase. It looks like heaven. There's like a big staircase opening up to the school. And, like there's TVs everywhere. You literally think you're in like a sci-fi show. It's crazy. And like as a little like 13 year old short, like chubby tan girl, like from the Lower East Side, like that was the craziest thing in the world to me. But yeah, it was a weird transition. Number one, you're still short. I don't know why you're saying that in the past. It's not like <laughs> you know, you know, Avenues was a turkey slaughterhouse before it was Avenues. Yeah, yeah, that's why we have so many like vents everywhere. Dents? <laughs> vents, isn't Vent? it? Yeah. Didn't there's not cages at our school. <laughs> I mean, what fence? There's no fence. No, our like our ceilings look weird because we were a slaughterhouse. Like they're not just flat. They're like all there's pipes everywhere. They put turkeys there or something? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Shut up. So, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't remember avenues. It's been so long. Yeah, Luna hasn't been coming to school, guys. He's just kind yeah. of... I really wonder why. I don't know why. I think I it's the COVID thing or whatever. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I don't even know what's real. I think it's just... It's just phony. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Wear a mask and um, just stay home and just don't leave the house, like, ever. Even if you need groceries, just don't leave. Um, so... Is there a program you went to for, that got you from public school to private, or did you? Um, yeah, I went. I didn't like have the normal application process where you just like apply directly to the school. I went to prep for prep. I went through prep for prep, which is like which is a program in New York City that takes low income. They don't take them. They take like a thousand or something low income students of color and then you take a ton of tests in order to get in and they do like your IQ test you do interviews and then once you pass all those things like a hundred and like 30 of you get in and so it's a really tough process and it makes sense because the program's really rigorous it's 14 months of basically just like work which is you go like for two summers in the beginning not two summers sorry you go for two months for the first summer and then after that during your school year you go every day after school on Wednesdays and then you spend your Saturdays there and then you do another two months in the summer and basically while you're there you just like do work and it's like I read all the books that we were going to read at Avenues ahead of time I learned some of the history concepts and it's it just like prepares you for independent school it's really hard and there's a lot of tests and stuff I think you said tests but yeah um, too many tests. Test? huh yeah I took an IQ test I don't remember my IQ score was it below 100? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. That means like you're stupid. Like really, oh, no. I don't think, I don't think it's below 100. Yeah, I don't think it's below. I think yours is, but I don't think mine is now. So what was the environment like at prep? Was it just like a, was it enjoyable? Besides all the work and like the workload, was it an enjoyable process? I mean, I was, I was in, I was 11. I don't know how old I was. I was in the fifth grade and sixth grade. Huh? Do you remember anything? 
<laughs> it's hard to remember it because it was so it was like a lot it was stressful but I was young I was in at the end of my fifth grade year and then like going into sixth and finishing sixth I like spent a lot of time there and so I think the hardest thing was just balancing everything and so like finding time to have a social life outside of prep and like all my friends know family is really important to me like on my weekends and all my weekdays I spend like time playing Fortnite with my little cousins I'm really good now like I'm really good like I genuinely think I could beat Ninja and then now they like created a Clash Royale clan and I joined it huh oh Ninja is one of the like biggest Fortnite streamers but I think I'm better at this point because I play so much but with my cousins not by myself but and then like they play Clash Royale and Moral of the story is I spend a lot of time with my family and with prep, I had to miss some of my like vacation time to go see them. I only see them twice a year. So it was like hard for me, my extended family. It was hard for me to like go through that, but it's just like, it's a big community. Like you're contingent, like everyone makes friends with one another and yeah, like you're not in it alone. And that's kind of like the slogan. A lot of kids go through, like everyone was in the same boat. And you mentioned that it was, it was only students of color, right? Yeah. So Avenues, if you guys didn't know, predominantly white school. So I believe your public school is also well, yeah, my public school is also predominantly Latinx and black. So obviously, like you had to adapt. Do you think there's some adapting to do in terms of racial background? I mean, of course, like, I think it comes with any person of color that's going into a predominantly white school. I'm Dominican, I'm Latinx. And so coming into Avenues, I, I lost touch with my culture a lot. I like stopped speaking as much Spanish. I like straightened my hair all the time. I have re- not really curly hair, but I have curly hair. And like sixth and seventh grade, everyone has straight hair. And so I straightened my hair all the time. And then when I got home, my dad told me I was like talking white at that point. And I don't know. I just got really like insecure about my culture for some reason. And I think also with like socioeconomic status, I'm low, like low income. That's what prep is. But coming into avenues, all the kids here have money. Like the tuition here is like $56,000 insane. And so I remember I went to someone's like house one day and I was like, I'm never taking anyone to my apartment. Like this is like a mansion compared to where I live. I barely wanted them to come to my neighborhood which is gentrified now. So like, there's a ton of like rich places. And so like, I'm fine with anyone coming here now. But when I was younger, I was really insecure about it. And so it was hard to like, find myself within it, like the avenues community, but I did it. First of all, congratulations for doing it. So much. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of uh, students of color at avenues, you know, that at one point or another, lose touch with their like ethnicity and culture. I know I did. I still can't speak my native language, which is kind of sad. I speak I speak Spanish better than my native language. You're still not that good at Spanish either. I'm better than you at Spanish. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Kim Kim is both of our friends, by the way. Kim said you were better at Spanish than me. Yeah. I'm not Did I not say that? I'm not talking to you. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, everybody has that sort of like you know everybody has that sort of like uncomfortable period of time when they're like ew my culture is gross like in the in the in the Indian community like the whole like thing is you bring your lunch to school and all and all the other kids make fun of how it smells like then you're like I don't want to be Indian and then like you just go in a whole like whitewashing thing and you're trying to like not be Indian but then you realize like you know I mean being Indian is pretty cool so I guess that's probably shared across 
other backgrounds as well. Um, I also have curly hair, so shame on you for shading your hair, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, you just got, Jay got curly hair, like, this year, and now he thinks he's, like, the best person in the whole entire world. Making it sound like I got a perm. I always <laughs> had curly hair. I just brushed it a lot, okay? I didn't get a perm. I'm not one of those kids. I swear, guys, please believe me. I swear. Um, so, in sort of, like, adapting to avenues, did creating your own communities, like, smaller communities and leading your own clubs, or, and the kind of friends you made, did that help, like? Um, yeah, I think my friends are probably like the biggest reason why I like was able to feel comfortable at avenues. Um, I think it started in the seventh grade, like another Dominican kid came into the grade and I started like talking to them. And that kind of like, I'm like, it helped me feel like I wasn't the only like Hispanic kid, like Dominican kid there it helped me feel represented. And so, <laughs> um, and then like I met my, one of my, like my best friend right now, she's Honduran and so she's Hispanic and we talk about a lot of these things all the time and we like, we're, we're in Latinx together. We co-run the Women of Color Association together. And she was actually the first person I brought, well, the only person I brought to my apartment and like to like hang out one day. It's not like it's an award. <laughs> no, we like, we did homework one day. And so it was, I mean, it was a big step for me because I was like, someone from my really rich fancy school coming to the Lower East Side and like my part of the Lower East Side's not that gentrified yet it's getting there fortunately but it's um there's still a lot of Hispanic and Black people here and so it's nice it's a nice community but I brought her here and it was a big step for me and I think that was like last year and so it took a while but within like my culture I think joining Latinx having the Women of Color Association there that really helped even if it was like kids from other grades like hearing them also go through the same things it kind of comforted me in the sense that I wasn't the only one going through it yeah also um I'm sure the lower side is very grateful that you're advertising because that really sounds like you're just trying to sell it to them you know it really sounds like a great place I'm sure not many people have heard of it but I'm sure they're excited to go there. No, the lower side's great like amazing I love this place but when I came to avenues I would have much rather lived in the upper east side or west side because I thought that was cooler but I love it now we have a Trader Joe's now you wish Trader Joe's out? Just because Trader Joe's is there. So on the, how was your first day at Avenues? Uh, you can go first, I'll tell you mine, it was pretty bad. Um, I don't remember it that much cause I was really young, but I just remember I had like this really ugly, like thick sweater on with like a A on it. And I wore that sweater like all the time. Like even before I got into Avenues cause I was just so happy I'd gotten into Avenues. And I was wearing a skirt too and I think Sixth grade is probably the last time anyone's seen me in a skirt. And then I, I don't know, I was really dressed up. And then I saw one of my like teachers there. It was Miss Finn Welch. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But Miss Finn Welch was there. I said hi. And it was just my dad was there. I, I like took the elevators. The elevators at Avenues are like spaceships. It's so cool at the first day. And then you get sick of it. On the first, like you have to press the button. Sick of elevators in school. Like, oh, it's just so annoying. No, I, no, I mean, it's just the most inefficient. Ine- ine- <laughs> it's the most inefficient 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 system ever you have to press the button outside of the elevator gap year cut off pop it that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that no the elevators or avenues are inefficient because you have to press the button outside and but i thought it was the coolest thing ever because i was like it was a touchpad and i went in with my dad and it was like a really big deal and i walked into like homeroom and i saw a bunch of kids and i just talked i didn't have many friends but i, I wasn't mean, there because i was at the hospital yeah I didn't like dying. 
I wasn't dying. I was just sick. Um, how was yours? My first day at Avenues. Um, I don't know how you don't remember anything. My first day of Avenues was weird because I was I was very hyper as a kid. So and I had these like I I like convinced. Okay, in third grade, I was obsessed with sharks. sharks. Like the animal. I don't know how. I don't know why you're acting like you knew that. You weren't even there, but. Everyone was, talks about it. Everyone talks about how Jay was obsessed with sharks. Okay, I was obsessed with sharks. I thought they were so cool. And I used to wear, I used to wear Velcro because I couldn't tie my own shoes. I couldn't tie my own shoes until sixth grade. So I had Velcro light. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't the most coordinated. Mm-hmm. But I had these Velcro like, like um, shark shoes. And every time I stomped on the ground, it would light up. So like every five seconds, I'd be stomping on the ground so I could light up my shark sneakers. And I thought they were That's sick. so sad. I was in third grade. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember most of it, but I remember it was super uncomfy because I also moved from New Jersey to to New York. So oh yeah, really big transition, New Jersey to New York. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, travel miles and miles and miles. Yeah. I trek the so desert. Finally arrived at my destination. And anyways, enough about my first day of school. So obviously, you know, you've had this whole. You've had to grow a lot. You have to adapt a lot. You have to work hard to get here. Props to you. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, if you had to give like a like a, some advice to a kid who is going through who has gone who's going through what you had gone through, what would you say? Because there are a lot of kids out there who go through not if not the exact similar things. Um, I think the biggest thing is just not trying to change yourself to fit into this like a new environment. I really wish I just stayed exactly how I am now in like the sixth grade and I didn't straighten my hair all the time and I didn't care so much about like not being so like Hispanic, I guess. It sounds really bad when I say it, but that's what how sixth grade me was thinking at the time. But I think that's the biggest thing, just like being comfortable with who you are at that time. And I know it's hard, but you're going to find your people and you're going to find people who you feel comfortable with who will like guide you along the way. And I don't know, I'm really glad I went through this experience. And I hope that the person that if another person is going through this too, they'll realize that it's worth it in the end. I feel like the probably like the best part of it all was when like your parents were like, you can just quit. Like you don't have to do it. And you were like, no, I want to do this. Yeah, that was really, I would never do that now. <laughs> I would never uh, do that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's like a, I don't know where that came from, but. Yeah, I lost all of that <laughs> in high school. Also guys, just some quick insight from behind the scene of playing this podcast. Luna did really want to talk about Taylor Swift. Like, I loved. I think Taylor Swift is the best thing I've gained from my years at Avenues. <laughs> I'm kidding, but one of the biggest things that got me through this quarantine, I've been like at home. I've barely seen people because my parents are like super protective because of COVID. But I'm like I have really bad anxiety, stuff like that, whatever. But the biggest thing that got me this, <laughs> the biggest thing that got me through this quarantine is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's music is so good. Her new Evermore and Folklore, so good, so calming, so calming. Her old albums, Red, is so good, guys. If you guys are listening to this, please turn on Taylor Swift. Leave Jay's podcast to go listen to a Taylor Swift song. What are you doing, dog? I'm so sorry. Don't leave my podcast. What if I play like, like some Taylor Swift music as an outro? Okay, then don't leave Jay's podcast because he's gonna play you a song anymore. I I think I have some copyright issues, so you know I might get arrested, but like it's fine. <laughs> then don't do that. To wrap this podcast, top three Taylor Swift songs. Go. So I'm gonna say top five instead, and so these aren't in order, but I really like Enchanted. You are in love. Um, oh my God, I'm literally blanking out. The one, 
uh, invisible string, and I almost do. Those are my top five. Top First five. Is, all these songs, they're super sad. Hey, do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? Yeah, you know Bad Blood. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite Taylor Swift, guys. Anyways, thank you Luna, so much for being in this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Say it louder. Bye. Thank you for listening. That's going to cap off the episode for today. And make sure to tune in to the next episode. Download more episodes on whatever streaming platform you use and tell your friends to give my podcast a listen as well. Go ahead and give my Instagram a follow at JP underscore Jom. That is the letter J, the letter P, underscore J-H-A-M-B. And DM me with any podcast ideas you'd like to hear if you want to talk to me about something. I'm Jay John, and I'll catch you in the next episode.